Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Play Together, Stay Together podcast, brought to you by... Paradise Golf Apparel. Paradise Golf Apparel, <laughs> the number one golf apparel brand in all the land. Uh, today, we have two guests with us, my parents, Skip and Kelly. Say hi. 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 <laughs> this is their first time on a podcast, so we're going to be real gentle with them. Uh, we are going to keep this going like we've been doing our other podcasts in two parts. So part one, what are we doing with part one, Rach? Um, talking about Christmas. Yeah. So what going over what we did and kind of our weekend and just breaking it down for you guys. Awesome. Then part two will just be about being a team with your significant other, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, husband, wife, whatever your significant other, we're going to talk about being a team. And that's why we invited my parents here because they really know about that. They've been together almost... 40 years. 40 years. years, yeah. The, married 40. Married 40 years. And probably together 45. Yeah, so if anybody knows about teamwork, it is going to be the two of them. So before we start uh, with the relationship stuff, with the teamwork stuff, let's talk about Christmas. That was a busy weekend. Busy weekend. And we had my family over on Saturday, which is Christmas Eve, and start out with brunch, open gifts, chaotic, kids everywhere. Um, we ended it with family game night, which was fun. That was a new tradition we did. Um, and then it was Christmas Day, we went into it again with our kids and had um, Skip and Kelly over here all morning and had our family and just everybody. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. Yeah. Oh, right. and then went to your cousins. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of my family stuff on Christmas Day, a lot of her family stuff on Christmas Eve. But... We did something that we've never done before on Christmas Eve, right? Which was the game night. Yeah. Tell us about the game night. <laughs> <laughs> Put them on the spot, folks. Well, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, uh, we played Telestrations After Dark. Yeah. When well, the right? kids went to yeah. bed, there was Telestrations was After Dark. What did you guys think about Telestrations? It was funny. <laughs> it, it's amazing how people... Um, see things in different ways yeah yeah and uh it was it was a lot of laughs it was fun definitely a game to get for, and play with your friends yeah, yeah. for adults for adults only yes <laughs> for those of you that don't know what telestrations is it's like playing telephone but drawing so instead of me telling her you know a word and then she tells him and then he tells her and then it gets back to me all jumbled up you draw it so i would draw whatever my word is she would write what she thought it was he would draw what she wrote and it would go around and it turns into just a hilarious hodgepodge a very dirty game right well, they have a, right. They have a, a yeah. family yeah yeah illustrations yeah. regular right i guess anything after dark is though a little funner <laughs> oh, yeah. and definitely for adults a whole lot of fun <laughs> What other game do we play? Uh, we play... Oh, what? Hot Seat. Oh, what was... Everybody can see you guys. When you talk to each other, <laughs> everybody sees you. They're watching you. I know. They saw it. There's not a green light on it. Oh, well, well there's... That light. one's Okay, so <laughs> we played Telestrations, but we also played a new game that you came up with, right? Right. We Everybody had a little gift in their hand, and we read The Night Before Christmas, and every time the word the comes up in that story, you pass your gift to the right. And every time the word and comes up in the story, you pass your gift to the left. So you don't it was get back what you started out with. And because our family is so competitive, 
We went as fast as humanly possible <laughs> trying to, you know, get the gifts around, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it didn't help that Matt was reading over your shoulder and already two steps ahead of you. I was watching Matt. Right. Me too. So when right. he would go left, I was like, all right, well, it's going to be the word the, so I got to get ready. And well, sometimes John had like four gifts in front of him, and there were three other people with no gifts because yeah. of the speed. But yeah. it was a lot of fun. That oh, yeah. Rachel's sister brought her new boyfriend, mm -hmm. who has only met us one time before we played these dirty games and, we'll and these competitive games. <laughs> and it was it had to have been wild for him. I think he likes us. Oh, he, yeah. He I don't know how you played it. Yeah. Um, anything else big happen? Anything? Oh, so we talked about the letters uh, on the last show a little bit. Let's talk about the letters. Uh, letters was great for me this year because Callie, their 17-year-old, had me, but she wasn't going to be with us when we actually read the letters, so she gave me mine prior to. So I got to read it, and it was amazing and tearful. And um, then when we went over to Michael's, everybody else read their letters, and it was the first time I got to watch everybody read their letters. Oh, that had to have been cool. It was amazing watching people's faces when someone actually verbalized how they felt about them and, and thoughts they had about them. And our families had such a great year in terms of the kids all being really successful moving forward. Yeah. And just to see everybody's faces when they read those, it was, Unbelievable. Yeah. Priceless. All that it was fun to watch. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times when you put things on paper, you know, you're you're freer. Yeah. You, you say more yeah. than face to face. And in, in a good way, where sometimes like in emails or texts, mm -hmm. you might say something and someone may construe it completely yeah. different yeah. than what you meant it to be. And probably the most important thing is it's always you have it, mm -hmm. and when you're having a bad day, you can look at it, and it really brightens it up. Yeah, and you can save them for forever. Yeah, right. such a it. great gift idea and yeah. family kind of camaraderie. I think the adults in our family and even the kids look forward to that more than the actual gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a letter time. Who do you have this year? And it, it, it was great, great fun. And it is kind of wild how. You know, when you're younger and you see everybody opening gifts, and this year was the first year that I didn't see any adults. Anybody, you know, Callie was kind of the, she's the cutoff for kids, and nobody above Callie opened a gift except for the present, and I didn't hear anybody, like, huffing and gruffing that they didn't get anything. You mean except for the letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I meant, like, like a like a present that you would unwrap, you know, right. beside the letter. Nobody cared. Mm -mm. It wasn't, it to me, that's more what Christmas you should strive to be is that that personal family loving experience not so much about gifts but about the love right well and what's that matt saying for gifts i love that oh yeah so matt um adopted a new thing that he got from his mom so he gets four gifts for somebody the first gift is something you want which is supposed to be the bigger of the gifts the second is something you need one of them is something you wear you wear and the other is something to read yes i love that yeah that's that's a really cool cool idea yeah. on you know how to get people gifts but he got that from his mom and 
think she talked about that. That was yeah, cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, Christmas was a huge success. I think everybody walked away with a ton of stuff, and I didn't see any disappointed faces. No, no, not at all. No, and even the little Christmas. kids, they didn't like. I'm done. It was just the right amount of gifts yeah. to have them interested, and because we open them one by one, yeah. Nobody's ripping through, so when Addie opens one, she has time to look at it as we go all the way around to Papa, one by one, and then it comes back to her. She's ready to open another yeah. one. Yeah. We talked about that on our last show. We talked about the difference between her family and our family because her family's big on like, all right, one, two, three, go, and everybody rips it apart. You don't really get to watch. Yeah, but not you that's this the wrong year, way. Though, yeah, this they year did we it differently. My mom was like, I want to see the kids open first. So sure. Bailey and Graham opened. And then Addie, and then Callie, and then the adults did. Because as soon as we're like, let's do one at a time, everyone, every adult, were like, no, I don't want that touch on me. <laughs> so the kids opened. That way we got to see the individual things that they got, which was very different from my family. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, all right. Well, before we get to part two of this podcast, let's just go around the table and tell me the favorite thing that you got for Christmas. Start oh, with Yaya. The favorite thing that I got. They saw you say, don't <laughs> This Christmas, um, I think it had to be my letter from Callie. It was just so wonderful. Yeah. My girl. Love her. All right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know. They all, they all had great meanings to them. I think the, my youngest granddaughter gave me a back scratcher. Addison, and yeah. It was just the fact that, you know, she took time and she thought about it, where I think a lot of times adults don't put that much thought to a certain point they just buy to buy. Yeah. And she put some thought in it. Nice. From what I saw everyone get and from what I got from her. So it'd have to be that. Love it. That's a good one. How about you? I'll have to say my Z necklace. Ooh, I got it. I've been looking for a gold Z for ever now, and he finally found one for me, and it's a Kendra Scott, and yeah, keep it forever. Good. Uh, my favorite, Rachel got me a custom-made rocks glass that had a photo of us etched into it. Really like that. So nice. it was a great Christmas. It was. It was. And nobody said the biggest thing they got. The uh -uh. No. It's the most thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Most we like the personalization gifts the best, I think. I right. think, you know, you actually had to put the thought into it. Right. I think that's what it means the most. I agree. All right, well, we'll be right back. All right, we are back with part two of episode 12. Uh, brought to you by Tennessee Mountain Made Whiskey. Um, that my parents found when they were at Old Red, which is Blake Shelton's bar. He's going to be on the podcast in a couple weeks, so we'll have him talk about it. But until he gets here, my dad is going to tell you the recipe of this beautiful drink. Um, well, you start off with the, the Old Smoky Tennessee Whiskey, and it's salted watermelon. Mm. And then you put a splash of uh, lime juice in, and then you finish it off with ginger ale. Little stir and so it's, good. It's, good. it's it really good. So good. You do not even taste the whiskey. You just taste a watermelon, but not overly. Yeah, and like I don't like whiskey, and I know Zach's not a big whiskey drinker. So this is it's really good. I'm it's only it a it. couple of states. I don't know if we can get it up here in Ohio. Really? Yeah, Kenzie said that 
Jeremy's mother could get oh. it. Oh, well, you know what? When Blake's on the podcast, we'll ask him. Maybe yeah. he'll bring us some. Maybe Blake, bring, a case. bring us some. Yeah. I'll text Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> All right. So we're back. Uh, part two of this episode. We're going to talk about teamwork. So we've been picking a word um, that kind of correlates with relationships. And we were driving, returning some gifts today. And we thought, man. Let's come up with a good word that we we all really try to practice, and that was teamwork. Being a team with your significant other, with your partner, uh, is huge in making your relationship work. If you don't act as one unit, as a team, you're just you're never going to be able to move forward in your relationship, and your partner's going to feel that, right? Um, what do you, when, when you think of the word teamwork, kind of what, with, with dad, mm -hmm. what comes to mind? Well, we're obviously very different in personality. Mm -hmm. And when I feel upset or worried about something, I internalize. And when dad um, feels me upset or worried about something, he's more like, let's talk about it. Let's get it out there kind of thing. And I think if, if we weren't so opposite and we both internalize, I might explode because <laughs> I keep a lot inside. So he balances my neurosis, for lack of a better word, you know? And uh, Is that knows. the way you see it too? Yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's two, I think two main components. Uh, one and the most important and from coaching and, and even teaching is communication. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a whole episode. You about look that. at you look at any successful team in any sport. It's all about communication, and then the next is chemistry. Um, you could you could let's say take a basketball team and have the best players in the NBA, but if they don't have chemistry or communication, they're really not a team. They're five guys that are very very good. Yeah, shout so, out to the Nets. You know, I I think you know. We do that. We do that well. So you have the good chemistry, you have the good communication, right. and then that, you think that's what builds your, I think your strong that's the, team chemistry. Or the foundation. Yeah, and I know I, really I can do. count on him. I know no matter what, I'm number one. I've always known that. I don't ever worry about that position in his life. And I hope he knows he's number one with me. So I can count on him and he can count on me. No doubt. Doesn't matter the situation. It's, we are like, it's us. Yeah. Not against the world, but us working our way through the world. Yeah. That was always, I always knew that too. From a young age, I always knew. And I mean, it definitely helped that if we would get in trouble and we would back talk our mom, our dad would pull us aside and he'd say, hey. I like her better than you. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She's always gonna win, no matter what. She's my number one. He wasn't shy about saying that by any means. Right. And for him to say that to us, I think helped me become a husband that knows that my wife needs to be my number one. Because if, if she's not my number one, then what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Because growing up, I always knew where I stood in the hierarchy for my family. And it was never on the same level as my parents because they were a team. You know, you right. us against the world kind of right. thing. Right, yeah. And I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, couldn't I agree, agree with that. Yeah. I feel like we're a lot like you guys, couple-wise, in a lot of different ways, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to your communication and how you guys work as a team. 
I see us. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to know because there are just so many other things and people that can get in the way Mm -hmm. of that. But to have that confidence that you're it. I know. And my mom and dad were like that, too. Yeah. My dad, it was my mom. And you never had a question, mm-hmm. you know, like like with you. Yeah. It, it didn't matter. It was my mom. And then you were second, maybe third, you know. <laughs> the dog came second. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. <laughs> But we yeah. instilled that in our kids, too. He always tells the girls, you know, mom's first. And that's how it's going to be. And you know what? When they grow up and they're looking for a guy, mm-hmm. they're going to look for a guy who puts them there. They're not going to mess around with anybody who is going, well, you come after football or softball or something like that. Be like, no. No, bye. (laughs) Nobody's treating me that way. It's funny that you say after football and softball and stuff because anytime I talk to my friends and we talk about like relationship stuff or, you know, things going on in their life and I want to give them any sort of advice, I always revert back to the word priorities. And I always try to mold my life personally around what my priorities are. I could list right now my top five priorities and they haven't changed. Well, I could list my top three and they haven't changed for as long as I can remember. And there's never going to be a day where she's not on the top of that list. Right. You know, no matter what, no matter who comes and goes in my life, no matter how old I am, no matter anything, she's always going to be number one. And I think that's what you need to do when you're in a committed, healthy, you know, prosperous relationship yeah I agree with that and and as your parents looking in we see that in black and white no question to us that it's all about Rachel yeah and same with you it's Mm -hmm. all about Zach you know and that's very comforting because we don't worry that in five or ten years you guys will be like yeah this isn't working anymore you know you're in it for the long haul Mm -hmm. good bad you're in it for the long haul. It's yep. like a job that, you know, yeah. if you love it, you're, it's not a job, right. you know, it, it's a career. Mm-hmm. And when you're matched up with someone and you want to use the word team or whatever word you use and then you truly love them, it's, it's life. That's, it's, it's not a chore. It's, it's not something you don't look forward to. Yeah. It's, it's an adventure. Right. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. It's totally an adventure. And none of us should be with our partners, if you think about it. Like, Dad and right, I... I'm way too good looking to be with Rachel. <laughs> Someone's way too good looking. It ain't you. Yeah, it ain't you. This is hottie next to you. Yeah. But I think, you know, Dad and I should have never found one another. You two really should have yeah. never found right. one another. You're from very different places. I think sometimes that really works, that we're from two... And you would think... You know, talking about teamwork and the way that we put each other first, you know, I came from a household with two parents married. Rachel came from a household with two parents unmarried, you know, so she had divorced, divorced, uh, and she had a very different experience seeing a relationship than I did seeing a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you mesh those two together, that's where you get the perfect yeah. mix. Yeah. I mean, for the longest time growing up, I didn't want to be married. I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want any of that. Because I saw, you know, all I saw right, was divorce. Right, your experience. Um, you know, nothing on my mom or my dad, but that's just all I saw. So, and, but when I met him, it's just my whole priorities changed. Right. I wanted that, you know, marriage. I wanted that life, and it's crazy when how things change. you the right person. Yeah. You, don't, you shouldn't have to work at it. Yeah, I don't think I ever had to work at it. No. No. Uh-uh. 
No, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. We talked about how a lot of people call marriage, you know, work. And you have to, every day, you have to work, work, work. And I don't see it as work. Mm -hmm. It goes back to what you said, where if you have a job that you love, you don't have to work. Well, I have a job that I love. I, I don't look at it as work. It's just fun. There are some days that are struggle. Yeah. There are some days that feel maybe like work. But when we get up in the morning, there's no work. We usually get up and we're laughing about how late we slept or mm -hmm. how, you know. Oh, retired life. Yeah. Can't wait to get there. Life. Should we go on the boat? Should we go on the lake? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not work. But then, you know, if something happens with one of you kids, then it becomes, yeah. you know, a little more challenging mm -hmm. because... So maybe that's where a little bit of the stress comes from, is just the kids. It's always yeah, your kids. Well, that and kids, I think, money. I think outside elements, like you know, your it. job. Um, if you lose your job, yeah. depression sits in, mm -hmm. then, you know, the other person has to, I don't want to say take up the slack, but has to kind of be the leader and the motivator at yeah. the time. And that's going to be a trade-off. It's going to be give and take. And, you know, again, you know me with my background, it's always about, I relate everything to sports. You know, if you have somebody that's not on, if you have a pitcher that's not pitching well, you, you put in another picture or a pitcher or a quarterback or whatever, and then you come back to it. And it's just something that you have to be willing to, you know, step up and say, okay, well, right. I can do this. I'll carry the slack. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. We'll get, we'll, we'll get through it. And it's always we, it's not me or you it's yeah. or I, it's us. And I think that's the main thing. That's, that's what you got to look at it. It's so do you think that there's things that people can do that maybe you're listening to this that are like, all right, that sounds great. I don't feel that so much in my relationship. How can people get more to this point like i mean you know i feel like we're there i feel like you're there how can we help people get to being there i think they have to sit down and talk mm -hmm. yeah I write think, down what their know, priorities are and it has to be you have to lay down i don't know ground rules or whatever but you have to say look let's not get mad let's here's here's our goal yeah this is our goal here now how can we get there mm -hmm. well you know mom might say you know skip there's there's a couple things that that bother me yeah but if she doesn't tell me that, I don't know it. It's it's like kids in school. Yeah. You know, if if your kid comes home and says, "Billy's picking on me all the time," or, you, or says things that hurts my feelings, well, tell Billy that, and yeah. maybe Billy will stop. Um, but being an adolescent, maybe not. But as an adult, you know, you got to look at those things. And say, Boy, I never realized that. Yeah. Maybe what I find funny, she doesn't, and so I don't do that Those anymore. <laughs> But, and also giving giving your significant other a heads up on where you're at. Like if you are really worried about work, but you don't want to bring it home, you don't have to talk about everything, but you have to say, look, things are, are tough at work. I'm feeling a lot of stress. Just giving them the heads up so they can either back off yeah. or you know step up. Mm -hmm. One of the other things, but if you never tell them and expect them to just know, that's unfair. You're setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. And you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And then you like start that. keeping in your head, oh, he knows I'm stressed, but he didn't undo the dishwasher. He didn't do this. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you have a list of things and you're like, really? Now you hate that person. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to come back it. from that. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. no idea. 
So I think giving people a heads up on where you're at emotionally is probably pretty important. Yeah. At the beginning of our relationship, we had issues. I don't say issues, but we had concerns like that. Where we got a postcard and wrote down five things that we wanted to see a change or more of. And we gamed, we just swapped yeah. and read them. And it was like, done. Right. It was right. like what you said earlier in the show with the, the letters. You know, it's easier to put things on paper. Yeah. Especially things that that other person might be like, what do you mean I chew too loud? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it can be uncomfortable. And, you know, because maybe your small ass can be a little embarrassing. You know, yeah. it's easier to write down. You said small ass. I did too. Small ass. Ask. Well, just the A-S-K. <laughs> I will say number five on Zach's list was to make more chocolate chip cookies. Oh. Yeah, he's eating chocolate chip cookies How's in his house. I haven't really been making them. no chocolate chip cookies We're in on a fitness journey, and that's not going to help us. But, you know, it's that communication, like they were talking about. It's that, you know, sacrifice that helps build that team. Right. And once you build that team, I think you're pretty good to go. Yeah. Just don't go on cruise control for too long. You still gotta no. check in with each other. Right. Every you gotta now practice. And then. You gotta train. And if you just put that on cruise, it's it will eventually fall apart. And you it do. Will. I mean, you don't like to use the word work, mm-hmm. but you have to put effort yeah. into it. Word. You have to. Our last show know, was about effort. You have to. You you can't put it in cruise control. Yeah. It, it's gotta be. You know, you gotta watch the road. You can't put it in cruise control and lay back and go do stuff. You gotta. Don't look at me just because I have a Tesla. Know, this is what I have to do. Yeah. And, and the other person notices when you put forth effort and mm-hmm. it encouraged them to do it too. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. he's, he sees them down. He's making me laugh. You know, I want to do something to make him feel better because yeah. if I feel bad, he feels bad and vice versa, you know. And so. express that gratitude. Yeah. Express right. that gratitude to their effort. Maybe with chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> but Maybe you can make those for you. That's going to go a long way. Right. You know, it's a two-way road. Sure. I can't put in all the effort and not receive any gratitude back. And I'm not saying you have to, you know, make a big deal about it. But no, you just have I, to I say notice it. Right. I notice you're whatever, helping me out a little bit more. That means the world to mm-hmm. me. And it's the little things. What's the little thing I did for you today? Without getting into details, what's the little thing I did for you today? Oh, you switched seats. He saw me upset, and he was in the passenger seat of the truck. Front seat, front passenger. Yeah, front passenger. And he had Addie's, and this is dangerous, but he had Addie switching seats, and he came back and just comforted me. (laughs) You know, he just was there for me when I was in need and just upset. Right. And what did that take? Two Two seconds. seconds. And she did not say, I'm upset. You could look at her face, and you could see that she was upset. Yeah. Had no idea why. Right. And that's... Another thing with being a partner, being a mm-hmm. couple, you read those signs and you just have to react to them. Well, yeah. if you don't read the signs, then maybe later on that day you say, you know, Zach, I was upset. I wish yeah. you would have been back here with me. Again, communicating. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's going to be, okay, I didn't realize that. I'm and then what will happen next time? You, right. You'll do it. Yeah. 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 And it, you won't think about it. It'll just be, it'll be natural. Right. But if you never say anything, it's just going to sit with you. It's going to piss you off more. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's going to build, 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 build. And you're going to explode. There's going to be 25 things on your list that you want to go over. It's like, (laughs) oh, my God. (laughs) He's like, come here, (laughs) guys. He never talks. (laughs) We're going to do a podcast every week. Oh, gosh, that is so funny. All right. 
Do we have anything else we want to talk about with teamwork? Anything to leave people off with? We talked about communication. We talked about being a team. Are we good? We think people got it? It's all effort. I mean, you have to put forth the effort and you can't go in. Cruise control. Cruise yeah. control. Yeah. And when you find your your special teammate, don't bring other people in. Yep. Don't be telling your girlfriends, you know, blah, right. blah, blah, and getting their advice because they're not living in that house. Mm-hmm. They don't know how you guys react. And to all they're going to know is a negative that you're telling about that person. Right, right. We talked about that the other day. We have a, a friend that has, you know, a significant other, and all this friend does is tell us, what a crummy person that their significant other is. Crummy person, crummy person, crummy person. And then a couple weeks later, they're like, hey, why don't you hang out with this person? Well, you told us what a dirtbag <laughs> that that person is. Why would we want to hang out? Well, the, that person's a great person. You know, you know all your friends are at home going, did you talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> is it me or are they talking about me? Oh, they probably know. Um, awesome. Well, that is it for us. That is our Christmas being a team and the lovely Mr. and Mrs. Henniger here. Um, want you guys to say goodbye? Bye. Bye. It was great Happy spending New time Year. with you. We'll see you back for episode 13. Bye.